Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm Bruce Clay, and today we've got a very special episode planned for you. We are, next week, going to be getting the newest issue of the Search Engine Marketing Journal. You can find that at semj.org, and that's going to be hitting the newsstand. So what we wanted to do is actually, on today's show, uh, talk a little bit about it. Today I'm joined by Susan, who is an SEO editor for the journal, as well as Sean Gulher, founder and publisher of SEMJ.org. Thanks for coming on the show, Sean. Thanks, Bruce. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind listeners that SEM Synergy is on every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel. You can stream it also from SEMSynergy.com. Uh, certainly write that down because a lot of our shows are available. You can go back, look at them, including this one, pass it around, make sure everybody knows about it. Today, uh, let's get back to today's show. I think that's the best way to do it. Uh, when will readers be able to get their hands on the new issue of SEMSA? We're just finishing up the last edits and getting it in the printer, so it's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, it should be coming off the printer, and we're... We're headed over to SES New York to, you know, give out copies of the next issue. Fantastic. You're going to have those copies at a booth at uh, SES? Yeah, we'll have them at a booth, and then they'll also be in the bag drops. So people can check out the new, uh, the new issue for free if they come by our booth at SES, or they'll, if they're attendees, they'll be getting them in the bags. I think that's great. I, generally, when I get a magazine, I end up reading it. Uh, mm-hmm. while at the show because there's a lot of data there that I think would be relevant for the people attending the show. Why are you doing it in print? Um, I guess that's a good question. When we when we started the journal, we just sort of assumed it would be a printed journal. Um, it's uh, A lot of people have told me when they get papers, you know, there's something that's long and, and more in-depth. They like to print it out and and really read it and mark up, you know, mark it up. So, and I've always been like that with reading papers. I always print them out, read them. So I just, uh, it's just more related to that, I guess. Um, but we're also, um, we're putting out an online version of it that's coming out that we've been working on that's going to be pretty neat where you can flip through and um, select papers and print out the ones that you want. And then we'll be giving out, with each issue, we'll be giving out sample papers for people to look at to kind of give an idea of, you know, how the journal reads and and just an idea of what we're publishing. I really love the idea of the journal, just the fact that it is a scholarly journal. You know, it's one of those things that really legitimizes the industry, I think. Um, what is coming up in the next issue? I know that there's a couple of sample papers available. Can you talk about what's in them? Yeah, we put up, we just posted up uh, two papers. One of them um, is from eBay, which I guess you guys are going to have them coming on the show next. Um, uh, they're talking about uh, 
affiliate marketing, and they actually shared with us a bunch of their in-house data. Uh, they took their affiliate program in-house, and they're talking about uh, some parameters that they were able to measure that helps them evaluate affiliates and the real value of an affiliate. So they have uh, a bunch of co-authors on there as well, and uh, we've posted that paper on the journal or on the website for free. Um, and then Avinash Kaushik and Daniel Weinsberg uh, submitted a paper on what they're calling Web Analytics 2.0, um, and that one's on there as well. And so uh, the ones that aren't on there that are coming out, we have a paper from Ted Ted Uli, also known as Ted Stir. A lot of people know him by his nickname. Um, he's talking about uh, philosophies behind CSS and HTML and how a lot of web developers are missing opportunities to send you know, IR signals to search engines in the way they construct their their CSS and HTML code. Um, and then we have a paper from a company called Wider Funnel out of Canada on conversion optimization, and they're talking about sort of their technique. They have a systematic way of looking at websites and um, really uh, working on conversion optimization and all the parameters they look at, you know, when they're changing landing pages. Um, See, we also have one from Brian Lewis of Engine Ready. Um, they're talking about conversions and analyzing the relationship between bounce rates and conversion rates. Um, we have another one from Will Critchlow on scalable content optimization. And then we have a paper from a guy from India named Vishal Batish, and he's talking about uh, search marketing in India and some of the statistics they have about that. And then we sort of had a last-minute submission from the founders of Reddit. Um, they're going to talk about, um, we're, we're working on a title, but it's basically about understanding social news. So it's it's kind of neat to see a lot of big companies starting to participate in the journal. Yeah, wow, that really sounds like just a huge coup. Lots of great people in there recognize a lot of those names. Yes, we do. Right. Um, for those of you that are listening, uh, Susan and I have both been fortunate enough to be associated with the journal from the beginning. Uh, we've got a lot of really cool questions uh, planned that I think that everybody would be interested in. Um, but I, I, one of the things about the journal that I particularly like is that it is a scientific American kind of thing on our industry, a lot of technical material, uh, accurate data, presented by people in the know, and I, I think that's clearly shown by uh, the history of the journal, the, the prior editions and this coming edition. Uh, a quick question, how would people get prior copies? Um, well, if they go to the website, uh, they, can, they can register. Um, it's a subscription-based journal, so right now we're actually giving out, so people that order now are giving out the old issues when they subscribe. Um, but eventually, as we get more and more issues, you know, there's going to be a cost, you know, per per issue to order the back issues. But as we're moving right. along now, we're we're giving away last year's issue for new subscribers. The one we that launched in like August. Great deal. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's time for us to take a break. Virginia is going to be back after the break with an interview with Will Martin Gill, who is the senior manager for eBay um, for eBay's internet marketing team and their affiliate channels. Will is one of the authors of the paper, as Sean mentioned earlier. So stick around. SEM Synergy is going to be right back. Go behind the scenes of SEM Synergy with their Facebook fan page. Search for SEM Synergy Podcast on Facebook now. 
Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on TopNicheNetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on TopNicheNetworks.com. Specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management, TopNicheNetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. TopNicheNetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com show me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of Cert, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. SEM Synergy is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and today on the show, we've been taking a special sneak preview look into the new issue of SEMJ.org that's going to be available next week. Right now, I'm joined by Will Martin-Gill, Senior Manager, Internet Marketing for the North America and Asia-Pacific Affiliate Programs on the eBay Partner Network. Will, along with some of his colleagues at eBay, has authored a paper that will appear in the journal called The Coming Evolution in Affiliate Marketing, a focus on quality. Thank you for coming on the show, Will. Thanks for having me. So, um, you manage a rather complicated and active affiliate program over at eBay, I would imagine. Um, Will you tell us a bit about what led up to this paper? Um, What were you looking to do and what did you find out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know, our, the big step that we took in 2008 is that we took a program, uh, the eBay affiliate program has been around since 2001, uh, but was managed by Commission Junction up until last year. And we actually launched uh, our own internal affiliate network, uh, which we call the eBay Partner Network, in April uh, and migrated our publishers in the U.S. and uh, 16 other countries over to this platform. And, you know, there were a lot of different reasons to, to, to make this move. Um, but, but the primary one was really to start to understand our program a little bit better. It was to start to get some of the data in-house 
um, about our program, about our affiliates, about the type of traffic that they drive, and really start to understand, um, you know, who's driving us great quality traffic, and, and, and how do we get more of those affiliates. And so this paper is really uh, one of, of, of several uh, that we're thinking about starting to, uh, to to get out there, where we want to start to share some of this data and some of these findings, and I hope that they'll start some good conversations in the space around uh, the state of affiliate marketing today, and and where we as a community should be taking it going forward. What made you want to experiment with restructuring the affiliate payment structure? I think one of the things we saw is, you know, uh, affiliate programs have been uh, in in a little bit of um, uh, of uh, a standard payment structure to date, right? So uh, programs will either pay per lead or pay per sale, uh, and then, you know, uh, will vary by volume exactly what it is that they're paying. And in our case, we actually pay for, for both. We pay both for sales that an affiliate drives to eBay, and we'll pay a percentage of the revenue that we make from those sales. Um, we'll also pay uh, if somebody sends us traffic and they convert and they become new registered customers on eBay, um, we'll actually go ahead and, uh, and, and pay them uh, a flat fee for each new registered user that they bring us. Now, one of the early calculations that we started to do once we had some of this data in-house is to figure out, well, is the value of the customers that different types of publishers uh, are sending us, is that value different by publisher? And as we'll show in the paper, actually it varies a lot. Um, some publishers are sending us some great customers that will sign up to eBay and then come back and keep buying again and again in you know in great categories that they make a lot of revenue for us. Um, other publishers uh, either send us traffic that buys once and then never comes back again, or they'll just maybe buy f- from categories that uh, make us a little bit less money. They're lower value categories. Um, both are good customers, uh, but we want to make sure that we pay the, the publishers that are bringing us the best uh, customers the, the, the highest rates and, uh, and, and, and that we do reward our best quality affiliates. So we started to think about how, how do we reward that in, in a new and innovative way that, that won't cause too much churn with our affiliates. And so what we did um, was start to vary the lead payout. Uh, by the quality of the traffic that was coming in. I saw a great graphic in the piece, and it's got this, like, chart of a... kind of like a long-tail chart, I guess you could compare it to. And, you know, certainly there are... uh, there's a big chunk of people who are being underpaid and, and as well as overpaid. So just thinking about it, it doesn't really come as a surprise to me that some of the smaller affiliates may be generating more qualified traffic because they're the ones that are committing more resources to their site, like a unique additional content. And up till now, they've really been getting the short end of the stick, but this is good news for them. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that the good news works on, on two levels. You know, the, the biggest difference that we saw is um, you know, you, you do have some really great quality uh, publishers. And, you know, as one example that we use in the paper, you know, an affiliate site that is bringing us um, customers of value-priced entry-level DVD players is going to yield a different type of customer uh, with a different type of value and, and a lower lifetime value than an affiliate site that is going to cater, let's say they're, they're a blog that caters to high-end video files with uh, some of the latest top-end equipment and, and uh, Blu-ray players, um, 
those guys are going to probably send us very qualified customers that are going to come back to eBay and look for parts, look for um, very high-end stuff. And so it really drives the difference between uh, be- between affiliates. And so what we've been able to do is as we've started to pay less for the affiliates that were bringing us um, uh, lower value traffic, we've been able to actually increase the uh, overall payout for the program. So our old um, um, our old payment structure used to be that we would pay between twenty five and thirty five dollars for each new lead. Um, as we've gotten better about paying for quality, um, thousands of affiliates now receive an increase in co- compensation of $28 and up, which is higher than most were receiving in the previous system because most only qualified for, for, for the $25 payout. Um, so I think a lot of people are starting to see a uh, little bit of a better payout out of this. And, and for those that are falling into the lower tiers, um, we've already started to see uh, some of these just kind of either dropping off because it doesn't make a lot of sense to, to promote eBay and, and we're okay with that, um, or just learning ways and, and really finding ways to, to drive better, higher quality traffic uh, to eBay and therefore qualify for some of the higher tiers. And, and if you take kind of this combined, it, it's been pretty amazing where the number of new users that we've uh, gotten coming in from the lowest tiers has decreased by almost four-fifths. Uh, in the six months since we implemented the pricing. So we're very, very happy with uh, the evolution of uh, and, and, and the results of, of taking this approach. Yeah, that's quite quite amazing. And, of course, it all comes back to the numbers that you're able to see now. <laughs> the power of those uh, that analytics is, is really amazing. Um, you've kind of uncovered in being able to track... Uh, what the publishers are sending to you. A few tricks that you mentioned in the paper um, that that maybe publishers have been using to make their referrals look a little better than they are. Like you mentioned, cookie sprinkling um, and even uncovering you know, credit card fraud, that kind of thing. Um, how do you recommend a merchant go about finding that kind of activity? First of all, I think whether they are... Uh, sorry, are, are you talking about a merchant or how the publisher would, would kind of optimize for it? Mm, well, I'm speaking like eBay. I mean, obviously... Got it. So if, if any merchant, how, how would they tell what sales are good and what sales are not so good? Mm, yeah, or, or, or if they're fudging the numbers or... Um, well, cookie sprinkling, I hadn't heard that term before. Maybe other people in the industry probably have, but... Um, how do you cut back on that kind of activity? Sure. So um, cookie sprinkling, we, we, our intention was not to add yet another uh, word for everybody to, uh, to, to start using in the industry. But the way we wanted to describe it is there, there is cookie stuffing, which is uh, you know, a fraudulent activity uh, by publishers that are trying to inflate their numbers by just placing cookies on machines, even if that user had no intention to go to an advertiser's site. Um, just to get the benefit of whatever sales would would happen, um, cookie sprinkling is more um, where uh, maybe the intention is not overtly fraudulent because there's no you know pop unders or things like that that are happening to deliberately and fraudulently uh, try to set clicks on a machine. But um, if cookies are getting placed through affiliate banners in um, massive remnant ad network buys, for example. 
um, there is a lot of organic traffic that would have gone to some of the largest retailers and uh, e-commerce sites on the web uh, organically without uh, an affiliate program. So, you know, at, at eBay, we have traffic in the uh, 50, 60 million unique visitors per month. And if you look at the top 50 retailers in Internet Retailers 500 list, um, they've, they've all got a lot of good organic traffic. So what, what happens is if you have an affiliate program with a lot of affiliates that are doing um, paid placement arbitrage, right, where they are just participating in buying um, a lot of ad inventory out there, very, very low prices because it's remnant inventory. Let's say it's on ringtone sites or it's on content sites that just can't sell their advertising because their content is not very targeted or it's not very relevant, et cetera. Um, the more and more of a merchant's advertising that appears out there, the more chances to get cookies placed on users' machines. And at that point in time, um, if users then organically go to these sites, uh, they will see uh, and, and, and then buy from those sites. Uh, it could be that they would have bought anyway from those sites uh, and that the actual advertisement had no impact whatsoever on uh, on their propensity to buy. Um, and so that's what we mean by cookie sprinkling, that we want to make sure that the ads that our affiliates are using and the advertising that they're doing on our behalf is specifically designed to get people to do something, to buy something or to sign up on eBay as a new registered user. We want to make sure that the sale that the affiliate drove would not have happened anyway uh, without the efforts of, of the affiliate to, to the extent that we can. That makes sense. Yes, thank you for <laughs> explaining that. I'm sure everyone's like, oh, that's 101. But anyway, um, there's a lot of really in-depth um, kind of secrets that you're revealing through this paper. So I really hope that uh, people check it out in the new issue of SEMJ.org. Uh, is there anyone, anyway, uh, someone can get you get a hold of you if they want to learn more? Like, do you have a blog or Twitter maybe? We've got uh, a Twitter and a blog. The blog is at ebaypartnernetworkblog.com. Uh, Very good. So check it out. And thank you so much yep. for coming on the show. Okay. Thanks a lot for having me. Stick around. In the next segment, Sean Gulliher, editor of SEMJ.org, will be back with Bruce and Susan to discuss some of the exciting new things for the journal on the horizon. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. 
transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Bruce Clay. Today we've been looking at the new issue of the Search Engine Marketing Journal, a peer-reviewed print journal published by SEMJ.org. Uh, and actually, it's a great publication. If you aren't a subscriber, I encourage you to become one. It, it really is worth it. Before the break, we heard Virginia interview Will Martin Gill, uh, one of the authors of eBay's paper, which will be featured in the issue that's coming up. Uh, we've got some of eBay's great findings about a better affiliate network. Uh, for those of you that are into uh, at all concerned about affiliate networks, uh, there's a lot of uh, interesting information there. Uh, we're back to Sean, founder and publisher of SEMJ.org. Oh, hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Uh, <laughs> one of the things uh, I thought we would do, uh, why don't you tell everybody about the kinds of editors? We've already discussed the articles, but who are the editors for the publication? Um, the way we did this was, since the journal covers search, you know, which is a pretty broad category, uh, we sort of... Uh, approached people that have you know certain skills in each area and they typically edit papers that come in for their category but in some cases we'll spread papers around to different people so um, we try to keep a good balance of editors between consultants and you know really practical people that are into programming and and implementation so um, for SEO we have obviously Bruce Clay, Susan Esparza, Eric Engie, Ted Uly, Will Critchlow, and Hamlet Batista. Um, and then for analytics, we have Avinash Kaushik at the moment. And for paid marketing, we have David Zatella of Clicks Marketing, Heather Lutze of Lutze Consulting, and then Alyssa Rule from Apogee Search. And then we just picked up a couple weeks ago for social media. We've been really trying to expand that category. Um, and we have Brent Kostoris and Mohamed Salim. Um, and then we also have a global search category. We have Sante Achille from Italy. He's actually a professor of Internet marketing in Italy. A lot of people haven't heard of him, but he speaks at a lot of conferences in Europe. And then um, Andy Atkins, who's a pretty well-known speaker, um, he helps out on uh, global search as well. And then we have a category for conversion optimization, which is uh, Raquel Hirsch from Wider Funnel. Um, for affiliate marketing, we have Gino Prusikov. Mobile marketing, we have Nirav Mehta. And then 
We actually have two people that just help us with grammar. Once the papers are, you know, presentable and all the information's been verified, then we send it to grammar and Kathy Sultan and Robert Hember. They help us out with grammar editing. You're not implying that uh, technical people can't write, are you? Uh, no. <laughs> a, lot of them are, a lot of them are good writers, but um, grammar's, you know, its own beast. Most of us just, it takes years of training, so... You know, at the end, when we get those papers back from them, they just read a lot easier, so they're a big help. Tell me, how would somebody get an article into the journal? So what they would do is send an, an email to editors at semj.org, and then we we start to talk about a their title and what their, you know, what their content would be. Um, and then once we sort of get a, a framework for what they're going to discuss, um, we give it kind of a preliminary approval, and then... <clears throat> As they kind of write, we, we kind of see what they have coming in, and then um, once it, once we get it kind of preliminary approved, then it goes out to the editors and, and goes on from there. So we try to help people out with approving the concept before they submit an entire paper. We've had entire papers come in, but then we find out, you know, it's an old, some article they used on their website, and, uh, you know, we have to send it back. But we encourage them to discuss the idea with us before they just submit a whole paper, but... Some people choose to do that. Awesome. It says on the uh, website, org that you're looking for editors. So what are you looking for in an editor, and how would someone say, hey, pick me? Um, we're not always looking for editors. Right now we're actually kind of on hold with that. we got other projects going on, and I think at this point we're, um, we're sort of having coverage on all the topics. So, but, you know, becoming an editor, we, we turned it into a voting process after search engine strategies last year just to kind of, it's modeled after other journals and other industries where you sort of need to, to vote people just because to keep things objective, not one, you know, some one person shouldn't be deciding who the next editors are. So I had to move away from me originally picking the base editors. I think that when you look at it, uh, the list of editors are pretty impressive. It really is. And who knows what's going to be there a year from now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What we've, is ar- your... we've already made some changes since last year, and, uh, you know, it just depends on people's ability to participate, and, you know, it's just uh, it's it's constantly growing, so we'll, we'll see how many more we need. But we do have to cover people being away and, and things like that, so we need a certain amount of coverage in each category. Yeah, definitely. What what's the grand plan? What what are we hoping to do in the next year, couple of years? Um, we're trying to move up the publication rate to quarterly, but you know that that's going to be difficult to do. It's going to take a lot. It may take more editors as well to do that because you know going through this kind of paper, these kind of papers, and verifying the information, it, it's just a long process. But we've actually started a few things. We got going on. We started an advisory board for the journal, and we're working out. Eric Engie's helping me on this project, and a lot of the details are kind of being worked out on that. Um, we're also working on a university initiative to sort of help bridge a gap between industry and universities and get, you know, students and, and industries that are into search to participate in the journal, and we've talked to a few people that are at universities that are helping us work on that. So big plans. That's it for this week's show, unfortunately. If you liked what you heard today, or if you'd like to suggest a topic for future shows, please send us an email at semsynergy at bruceclay.com. You can also check out semsynergy.com for more on today's guests and topics. 
Before we go, I want to thank Will Martin Gill of eBay. And of course, Sean, thank you so much for coming on the show and taking time to talk to us about the new issue. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks for having me on the show. And hopefully uh, we see you guys in New York. Yeah, you will. All right. Okay. You can head over to semj.org to find out more about the journal. We're looking forward to it. And uh, thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. 